Welcome, all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers, to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Hulhan. And before we get to our fantastic episode with the returning Ian Rubin, i got to tell you about our upcoming show. All of us will be at KatoriCon, the little anime convention with a big heart this very weekend. Yes, we will be at Rowan College at Gloucester County in Sewell, New Jersey, on January 8th and 9th. Come see Plus Two Comedy. Come see Ian Rubin. But make sure you buy your tickets online, because no tickets will be sold at the door. So head on over to the KatoriCon Facebook page for all your information. Also, this episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast is brought to you by breaking news about the vaping industry. For all you tobacco smokers and tobacco company stockholders, listen up because this is very important. Now, I know that we're all grown-ups here, mostly, and this isn't middle school health class, and we all know smoking is bad, but I'm not here to preach. I just want to tell you about the vape shop business. Vaping is a new, hot niche that is taking entrepreneurs by storm. Because you have to understand one thing. As consumers, vapers are unique in that they're highly passionate about vaping, like Will with Boba Fett funny because it's true. People love vaping. It's just flavored liquid nicotine, so there's no tobacco, there's no smoke, it's just vapor. Even if you don't smoke or vape, at the very least, you should be aware of this new industry. Vape shop owners average about $300,000 in annual revenues. And that's not by owner, that's by store. That's $300,000 per retail location, so that's a lot of dough. And starting in February, a new company is going to help these vape shop owners take their annual revenues through the roof. And here's how. Right now, You can't sell vape gear online. Not on eBay, not on Etsy, not on Amazon, not anywhere. You can try, but you're just going to ask for trouble, and they'll come after you, they'll ban you, they'll freeze your money. But there is hope. There's one company that realized the vaping industry can't remain offline forever, so they have built a marketplace for vape businesses. The company is called JV Tank. Suppose you own a vape shop, and you're dealing with a customer who came in for a certain item that you don't have in stock. Understandably, they're going to be upset. Before you can tell them, sorry, buddy, we're out of stock, come back next week, they're gone. They leave the store and they will never come back. But now, you can quickly check to see if another vape store has it in stock. It's available in another store. You can accept the customer's credit card right there on the spot and instantly earn commission from the vape shop just for sending them the lead. It's good old-fashioned affiliate marketing packaged inside this hot new niche. Not many businesses out there can boast a 100% customer satisfaction rating. But if you run a vapor business, JV Tank can get you there. The next time that satisfied customer drives by your store, they're not going to feel like you're a vape shop that's always out of stock. That company is called JV Tank LLC. It's an affiliate marketplace for the vapor businessmen and women, and I believe they're going to put the entire vaping business community on digital steroids. That's JV Tank, spelled J-V-T-A-N-K. Check them out at JVTank.com and bookmark them right now. And now, without any further ado... Take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home To the place where wild nerds roam With pretty girls and dudes and kids Going to cons is our escape It's like Megaphonics and a star-filled sky Where you can be all your heroes and none of them fly We're on the road, we're going home Who's ready for a podcast? Here to do other things, currently being annoyed by a podcast. Same people, Same people. Noise. That's great. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from Nerdvana. That's 3003 English Creek Avenue in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Hulahan. I am joined by the writer BB Gun to my Ralphie, Mr. Will Liam. How you doing, Will? Uh, good. Good. Good to hear. <laughs> I don't have a response to that. Excellent. Right. Go shoot your eye out, kid. I mean, if anyone was going to shoot Noah's eye out, it would probably be, you. be me. It'd yeah. be you. And I, for some reason, want you around. Yeah. And then when you're around, I'm like, ah, my eye. <laughs> uh, our guest this week is a fellow nerd stand-up comedian in oh, the con yeah. scene. He's also an improv comedian. Give it up for Ian Rubin. Yes. There are five of us, yeah. and I am one of the five. We had a nice roll going, and then you came. Wait, five comedians? Yeah, five comedians. Who's the fifth? I think I'm missing someone. Well, it's us us three, Uncle Yo in Vegas. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I made a noise. So, Ian. Yeah, how, what's how's, up? How's the stand-up world treating you? Dude, it's fun. <laughs> I get to I get to go to a convention, pretend to be a celebrity for a little while, make jokes about Pokemon, get paid, and go home. Yes, yes. It's the life. Uh, my girlfriend came up with the term uh, fame-ish. Famish. Yeah, we are famish. Yeah. I don't think we're at famish yet. <laughs> I think we have famish well, friends. I, I, <laughs> I, I have some friends who are famish. Brennan yeah, Floss Uncle, is famish. Uncle Yo is famish. Yeah. You guys are famish ish, and I'm famish ish ish. I know famish there's ish. times where I've gone to cons and people are like, Are you the guy from Plus Two Comedy? I'd like a picture with you. And I'm like, Yes. Excellent. Yes. So that, that that's a sign of fame ish. See, I think we're on the level where we were at we were at a Comic Con and somebody said, Hey, it's plus two comedy and then they giggled real mean like a high school girl. <laughs> oh, I remember that day. <laughs> <laughs> plus two comedy. I think that's where we're at. Katoricon is like the only convention where I have fans. Yeah. <laughs> that come back year after year for my show and it's and yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it's isn't that cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> but what sucks it it means I can't use the same jokes year after year. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You actually have to be a comedian. Yeah. Rough. Uh, developing, <laughs> developing my develop act. You new improv. <laughs> <laughs> I well, knew that stuff was all written ahead of time. <laughs> but I think we, we have a few fans that like, there's a few cons that I'm like, oh, I know there will be fans here that like us. Mm-hmm. However, I think it's the same people <laughs> at all those cons. <laughs> Shout outs to Sean and Archie. <laughs> I'll ask you the questions. You know, you are only our second return guest ever on the show. Really? Yes. Yes. We we had a, a very strict no return policy here. Oh, that's why I haven't been invited back in two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nothing personal at all. Uh, but yeah, we have to. A hundred episodes have at least have to pass because our only other person we brought back was Sean Capel, just mm-hmm. because he was guest number one. Uh, you're, you're the first one to like come back for no reason. <laughs> so, so why are you here? I'm well. I'm here to uh, keep our friendship alive, oh, mainly, yes. and um, to promote my show at Katoricon, yes. which, when this airs, is this weekend. Oh my goodness! At Rowan College at Glosser County. So many acts. <laughs> It's like, hey, if you want to see Plus Two Comedy, we'll be at Katori Khan at Rowan College at Gloucester County. Woo. <laughs> In Sewell, New Jersey. Yeah, it's it's confusing. But go. It's going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. By the time you hear this, you better have tickets because it sells out quick. Yeah. So go online and get your tickets now. Now, wh- what will you be doing at this con? What will I be doing? Contractually, <laughs> I'll be doing two stand-up shows and a panel. What panel? I don't know. It's a mystery. Could be anything. Exciting mystery. Check the schedule. Hopefully it's <laughs> it's online. Yeah. Maybe uh, it'll be up in a week. <laughs> I I know that we are doing a, a we are doing stand up and a panel and I think we are hosting a food competition. Yeah, there's a loose email commitment to us hosting <laughs> a, a cooking show. Hosting slash judging? Who knows? I have no idea. Who's I'll be judging it on some capacity. <laughs> Who's competing in the in the in the uh, competition? Well, Sean that I mentioned yeah, earlier. I saw that. <laughs> and some other people I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> but we will be completely unbiased except towards Sean. Yeah, who's he's wonderful. Because he's gonna win. <laughs> is it is Things it, you shouldn't say on a podcast. Is it gonna be like like Iron Chef? Oh, if you have any questions about <laughs> what we are doing at the con, know that I've already given you all the information. That I have. Uh, well, I told you this before the show. Uh, I emailed them back after they expressed interest and said, "Well, what are you doing?" So we know what to give you. And they said, "We want everyone to have a fun time," and that's all the information I have. So we're bringing drugs. Yeah, we're gonna put it in the food. <laughs> You got, I'm saying all the things I know Katori Khan would not want to hear. Yeah, they're they're family friendly. Katori Khan is a fantastic con. It is one it of is. my favorite cons. They have made some sort of deal with the devil that they always have nice weather in January. Mm-hmm. Except for except for last year, I don't think it was the greatest day. They have they have nice weather, amazing guests. Yeah, the best like comedy crowds you could ask for. Yeah, like, the worst heckle I've ever gotten from a Katorikon crowd is like, I don't know that anime. Talk about a different anime. Ooh, 
Bert. I've, I've never gotten heckled at an anime convention because I'm a good comedian. <laughs> oh, see, I was just going to say that I got heckled. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I got heckled by a pretty a pretty Star Wars cosplayer that wanted to talk to me about Star Wars stuff, even I had moved when I had moved past the Star Wars jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anime cons don't have much hecklers, Mm-mm. as more of like, go back, we, I, want, <laughs> I, have, I some... have opinions about what you said. <laughs> my, my least favorite is uh, when I get a like someone who's like pointing out continuity errors uh, mm-hmm. in my stand-up show. I, I've started to pick up, I have like a spidey sense for that. Mm-hmm. Like we've done stuff where someone will say something like a Star Trek joke, and then they'll say a wrong fact, and I'll just go, "Oh no, <laughs> people are getting mad." <laughs> I can listen to podcasts now, and somebody will be like, "Well, I was reading a comic about uh Justin Todd." I'm like, "Oh no, oh, you're gonna get Lord. so many emails." <laughs> well, we did a show, uh, and we we had our friend Joe Doc mm-hmm. uh, was our third mm-hmm. guy, uh, and. Uh, we were just kind of like bouncing jokes off of him and stuff, and he does this whole bit about uh, Snapple and how it's the only drink that lies to you sometimes. <laughs> and we wrote in this line, it's like, oh, you should open a Snapple and say, uh, uh, Boba Fett dies in the Sarlacc pit. That's not true. And we're like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, not work. Yeah. So he gets on stage, and he gets to that line, and he panics, and he ends up saying, Boba Fett dies in the... Snorlax, <laughs> and me and Will in the back going, "Ooh, this is gonna come up later. I know it." <laughs> That's almost better. Like well, we you yeah. need a flute to get him out. <laughs> <laughs> if he plugs him up after he falls in, uh, so I well, got it. Ian, yeah, what's uh, up? You, you do improv, which is something we don't do. Mm-hmm. At least not as unless you ask us to. Yeah, then we then sometimes I do. Improv yeah. comedians. What is your improv group? Back in the day, I started this uh, online show called uh, Uprov, which was a live improv comedy show. Uh, did great for a while. Great being a relative term okay. to not awful. Um, no one's gonna like do research on this, so you could say uh, hey, he said this was great, but it's really more of a not awful. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs, uh, thumbs down. I'm writing an email. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I bring, I bring uh, my friends and my partners to conventions, and we do improv, geek-based improv comedy, which is just improv comedy, except the suggestion is something geeky, and it's and it's wonderful. It's called Uprov. You can find our old shows over at YouTube.com/Uprov. That's YouTube.com/Uprov. Don't expect any new shows anytime soon. <laughs> you know what? The the real reason we stopped is because. Um, the technology is not available to us to do a live improv show where it doesn't take like three minutes to reach the audience. I remember making uh, uh, like suggestions and then like hearing them way later yeah, in the show. Yeah. <laughs> and and so one day in the future, in the in the utopian future. Where everyone's half robot, we can do no lag. lag. We can do live improv comedy. (laughs) You're doing improv at KatoriCon, correct? Nope. Oh no, you're just doing stand. Just doing stand. Oh well, okay. So, uh, my stand-up show at KatoriCon is going to be well. I'm doing is going to be a little weird. I'm doing uh, I'm doing traditional stand-up combined with uh, songs. I'll be singing. During my stand-up show, okay. and I'll also be doing some dance improvisation <laughs> during my stand-up show. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and laugh. <laughs> there, there's always been this weird thing where th- there's not a lot of room for stand-up comedy in the convention scene. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of a small world, and the yeah. fact that there are, are three factions, mm-hmm. even though we're the only one that's a group, that <laughs> exists. People have always said, "Like, do you guys hate each other?" It's like, no, we're, no. we're all very different. Uncle Yo is very presentational. Mm-hmm. We're very rowdy and like crowd based, and Ian dances around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like to, I like to think that I, I, I really go off my script so much during my my stand up shows. During your improv. During yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and um, I love bringing uh convention guests on stage. Yeah. I love asking them. I love talking about their cosplay. I I love it when someone in just some giant cosplay enters halfway through my show. And uh I like to think of myself as like the 3DS of nerdy comedians. Like you can poke me and prod me and yell things at me and 
and I'll just totally go off script. And so that's what I'm. That's in this January at a, at a Katoricon, I am embracing it. And I think you nailed that analogy. Yeah. Like yeah. Ian is Nintendo. We're Xbox because we tend to get the more Reddity kind of. Mm, I don't want to say douchey. I think we have the best multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's much better. <laughs> I was going to say, our guys are more likely to yell a racial slur on the internet. <laughs> and Uncle Yo's is a PlayStation. He's got I mean, a lot that of... That was the slogan for Xbox for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to yell a racial <laughs> slur? <laughs> Get on Xbox. <laughs> Whatever that noise was. But it, it is great that we have... Uh, we, we The three factions, as you said, we have different crowds. Can you call them houses? Houses, yeah. yeah sure, I like that. Uh, See... I don't think that's true. You don't think we have different audiences? No. I think there is. We, we all take from Uncle Yo's audience. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, I, he gets... He gets... Uh, I think there's a Venn diagram with a lot of overlap, but I think we have distinctly different... Yeah. He gets the like the 16-year-old... No, they're all 16, but like the, the anime <laughs> fan. Yeah, he gets. He definitely gets the anime... We get a video game like, kind of crowd, like a Star Wars kind of guy. I, I, get, get, I get the theater gr- geeks, I bet. I get, I get the Gravity Falls, mm-hmm. Steven Universe... Yes. Okay, Western cartoon crowd. Yeah. See? The problem is we all go to anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because because that's where the crowds are. <laughs> because they're the nicest crowds. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go to like like a piercing trade show. Oh, I would. You would? Oh, in a heartbeat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, that has been a dream. to be like booked at a very weird specific mm-hmm. con. Mm-hmm. Like, right, we need to come up with an hour on show material. I want to go to a Warhammer convention because I got about 15 minutes of jokes that no one will ever get that I have just thrown away. I I can attest that I don't get those jokes. Yeah, no one. If I were to tell them at an anime con, which is already so specific, one guy would just go, ha ha! Uh, That's good. (laughs) I get it. I get the joke. And then he'd walk out. I could do, I think, and I've, t- I've talked to Uncle Yo about this before, I could do an hour of just Pokemon jokes. Oh, I, could I think. Well. Yeah, I that's... could easily do <laughs> just Pokemon for an hour. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should get together. Oh, get I, our, yeah, I got Pokemon stuff. Our best Pokemon jokes and just do an hour on Pokemon. <laughs> and we'll all dress up like Pokemon people. Yeah. With dibs and on fishermen. What has to happen is projected behind us is all the Pokemon. And every time we mention one, they get crossed off. <laughs> and we're like, we're just get them all. We're gonna joke through all. Of them. This is a really good idea. We should do it. I'm, I'm down. Write this idea down. Uh, so now that we're 14 minutes into the podcast, uh, we start all of our podcasts <laughs> with an icebreaker question. Uh, this one I'm sorry. comes from uh, Branson so Abbott from Nameless Comedy. Oh, I know. I've worked with them before. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, this is from the past, from them to <laughs> you. Uh, if you had to choose one quadruped for president, who would you choose? Mm. One quadruped? Yes. Um, Bojack Horseman? I think he walks on his hind legs, doesn't he? I mean, he, but horses are quadrupeds. Okay, let me. I'll pick a different one. It's a good answer. Um. I'd, I'd, I'd pick a... Um, no, it's not. He would be a horrible president. <laughs> He's an alcoholic. Yeah. I saw the he season... He just leaves work for months sometimes. <laughs> I saw the season two finale. Spoilers. Um, I would pick a a Adat, the AT-AT Ooh. walker mm-hmm. uh, from Star Wars, because they know how to storm a rebel base. Mm-hmm. And take out their shield generator, which I feel well, like if they're being piloted by General Veers. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that's fine. I want General Veers to be president. I I will allow that if he's in it in an AT-AT Walker, mm-hmm. he counts as a quadruped and can be president. Okay, okay. General Veers <laughs> in an AT-AT Walker. <laughs> now I'm imagining like him at like giving. Like, yeah, he can't a, get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> the the Ada is like sitting behind the oval, like the, the resolute desk, <laughs> the, arms the arms crossed, giving a very serious speech, like we're going to war. <laughs> it's wearing a tie and a USA pin. Will, Will do you have a quadruped of uh, choice? Uh, centaur Bernie Sanders. <laughs> That's an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. That's an mm-hmm. interesting choice. <laughs> I was just gonna go rap dash. 
All right, that's good. Ooh, right. What if we did Bernie Sanders top, Rapidash bottom? <laughs> so he's a Rapidash centaur. That Bernie Sanders cutie mark would not be Rapidash. <laughs> <laughs> you should be aware of this. <laughs> I just want to take everyone else's answers. <laughs> All right, so that's that. Question. I love I love nameless comedy. I worked with them at uh, RyuCon. Yes, that's where I met them. Yeah, they were wonderful. They do improv up in in Jamestown, yes. New York. Up in North New York, just <laughs> really North not New York. Not the city, not where there's a lot of improv. <laughs> no, they got no, the rest sp- of the state <laughs> where there's barely people. That was that Bronson you said? Yes. Shout out to Bronson. Yeah. Thank you so much for your question. I'm going to send him a Facebook message after the show. <laughs> so, what else do you have lined up uh, coming? Anything else? Uh, this February 1st, I begin working in Orlando, Florida as part of the Disney College program. Oh, yeah. you're going to be gone. I'll be gone for yeah. seven months. <laughs> seven months? Which means that... House Ruben will be weak. <laughs> Oh, I got I got Katoricon lined up, then nothing for seven months, uh, and then uh, Liberty City Anime Con in Manhattan in August, and uh, there's no cons down in Orlando. Yeah, th- there are. They're not responding to my emails. Oh. But you can't get into celebration while you're down there. <laughs> I uh, I'll be single-handedly trying to build an improv scene in Orlando. Inside well, uh, of Disney. Ins- I would love to call ourselves like the Iron Mice or something like that. Now, you should form like a Spec Ops improv squad that just shows up, starts performing improv till security shows up, and then you disappear. Disney used to have an improv team yeah. that worked in, in their park. Not anymore. Oh, at Wait, Christmas? Well, you could, Christmas only. You could do it. Right at, now that you're going down, they've stopped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I crap. just heard about a horror movie that they... they uh, commando shot inside of Disney. Yeah, yeah, Escape from Tomorrow. Yep. I have not yes, watched yes. it yet, but I just uh, heard about it. It's worth a watch. I know, I do want to see it. It's, but you could do that, but with improv. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's my theory. Um, <laughs> I, I, two, have you met Ian? He only speaks in questions when you talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, doing it again. Here's, here's my theory. I, I start an improv troupe in... And that's completely made up of Disney workers. Um, Disney hates it, okay. which gives us cred. And we're like, yeah, Ooh. we're going against the man. We're doing <laughs> silly improv against <laughs> Disney. Or they love it. Give us a show on Disney Channel, and then I'm set for the rest of my part life. part of the Star Wars continuity. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm trying to think of one thing that I like that I know Disney hates. Don't think I have anything. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever heard that success story. I think if Disney hates it, it just disappears yeah. forever. Or, but or they buy it and make it awesome. Yeah, they don't. They don't got their mitts on Harry Potter yet, do they? No, that's Universal. Yeah. That's right across town. But I don't think Disney hates it. Oh, they tried I, I to bet buy they it. do because they don't own it. They tried to. Yeah, but I'm saying they probably hate things that aren't theirs. It'll be there soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not there. They hate 3% of the world. <laughs> so, Ian, you've done the show before, so you know. I'm a vet. Yeah, you know we like to geek out on this show. Oh, yeah. And you know we do it with the same recall, what you watch and what you read and what you're playing. Boom. So we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. Ian. What have you been watching? Um, yesterday, I marathoned the entire first season of the show called Dark Matter. Have you guys heard Dark of this? Matter. No. It was a, uh, a limited series comic book a bunch of years ago. They got the writers to come on the show and be like the creative heads. And it's about a bunch of space pirates that wake up with no memories. And that's all I'll say. Hmm. It's... The end, the ending of, of the first season was disapp- the whole season's a mystery. And. Now, when you say space pirates, do you mean like Firefly space pirates or like Treasure Island space pirates? <laughs> like Firefly space okay. pirates. Like almost exactly Firefly <laughs> space pirates. Gotcha, gotcha. There's no, there's no Without- pirates and eye patches. <laughs> right. Oh. No, no crippling, but no crippling emotional distress like <laughs> yeah. Firefly. Okay, alright, alright. Yeah. <laughs> But they have, like, the rogue guy who you're not sure is good or bad the whole season. 
and like they have they have like the strong like uh female captain who's like kind of sexy and 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 kind of sexy except for all that confidence <laughs> just killing it all that personality yeah. will hate strong women no the whole show does <laughs> i'm just sticking with the theme that was given to us <laughs> So you watched the f- whole first season? Whole first season. Is it a limited run or? Uh, I imagine they'll do a second season. Okay. All it's right. from this year. It's from 2015. Oh. It was on Sci-Fi. Really? Yeah. It, this sounds like it should be a British show based yeah. off the information. It is, I, I it is pretty much, good. Yeah. Uh, I, I highly recommend. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because that's just a weird analogy. He said British, and you're like, it is pretty good. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't listening to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so was it on Netflix? Yeah, the whole thing's on Netflix. I'll add it to the list. It sounded, I was worried you would like, I found a show called Firefly. It's got to get a second season. It's so good. It's left on a real cliffhanger. Can't wait. Uh, like I would love Pirate to talk about Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. And who should legs. be the Green Lantern. He's got legs. The girl from He'd be Gotham. A good Green She's in it. It's going to be good. <laughs> I recently caught up on uh, Arrow and the Flash. Yeah, which is which is awesome. Yeah, I still just haven't had time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done it. Yeah, and like you have to watch them in alternate order, like Flash Arrow, Flash Arrow, because they cross over sometimes. And I hate it when they surprise me. Like, well, I've I've been told that Flash is so much better than Arrow, but you gotta watch Arrow. Yeah, it's like ah, that seems like a hassle. Yeah, because whenever I talk to people about like what superhero show I should watch. I've noticed that they always like give me this long spiel, but they're always assuming I've already watched Daredevil. So I'm like, well, I gotta watch Daredevil. He's like, all right, forget everything I just said. Go watch Daredevil. Wait, have you not watched Daredevil? No, so did you listen good. to the story I just told? <laughs> I it wasn't made clear. <laughs> See, another person assuming I've already watched. Start every conversation. Well, I, haven't watched, I haven't seen Daredevil, but I haven't watched Jessica Jones yet. Well, you I still have Daredevil. some. It took me a while to watch Daredevil. I started uh, yeah. Jessica Jones. It's so good. I'm terrified to watch Jessica Jones because every single review I hear is like it's the scariest thing ever, and I don't I don't like scary things. It's, I don't think it's it's not like a horror movie scary. It's like mm-hmm. psychologically yeah. unsettling. It's the Five Nights at Freddy's of television shows. <laughs> yeah, or like the. What did they say? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why? I guess not. He's just yes, <laughs> and, he's just yes, ending you now. Yeah, I didn't want to yell at you. That's not our you haven't seen Daredevil, so <laughs> my opinion doesn't matter. Hey, Will, what you watching? What you watching, oh, Will? Well, I I watched a show called Black Mirror. <laughs> pretty, I think it's the same show. No, no, it's no? The, this one's British. Oh, okay. Uh, it's British Twilight Zone, but updated. They only did two series. Series, <laughs> which is what they incorrectly call seasons, and they're all uh, their seasons are only like. Three episodes or something. Yeah. yeah. I guess England's smaller, so their shows are smaller. <laughs> got, it, got it. That makes sense. But it's very. It has the subtlety of Twilight Zone. Like this is a metaphor for society. <laughs> but it, it's so it start. I almost didn't finish the episode because it became so obvious what it was so quick. Like the commentary. Uh huh. And then the end of it became this like weird, ambiguous, not happy, not sad ending. I was like, oh, I love that. Oh yeah. Oh, that was so well. Oh, that's written good. at the end. So it's where I've seen two episodes so far, but it's worth checking out. What's it called? Dark Matter? Bla- <laughs> yes, Dark Matter. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Firefly. <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> I've been watching a show called Black Margarine. <laughs> oh, oh. It's an Italian show. Uh, no, uh, I went and saw uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh, which was wonderful. Uh, usually they have like a continuing, like, or they switch up what the story is. Uh, this year they phoned it in and oh, just no. kind of did like a best of. And it was basically like, it's the story of a girl who broke into an abandoned theater. And when she looked at the screen, she saw a TSO concert. <laughs> Ooh, all right. <laughs> And the whole time, I went with my family. I'm sitting next to my sister, and I'm like, I can't wait for the Christmas dragon. They're like, what? It was like, last year, there was a Christmas dragon. Do you not remember? They're like, no, we don't remember the Christmas dragon. <laughs> are you, are you thinking like, of Truckosaurus? No, no, no. 
What what is the a Christmas dragon? Basically, in the middle of all of their Christmas music, they just start playing this song, and then fire and a dragon comes out, <laughs> and I yell, "Yay! It's the Christmas dragon!" <laughs> what quality of dread? Like CGI for CGI dragon. All right, all right. Uh, it's better than twelve guys under a blanket. So. <laughs> yeah. I was imagining Chinese New Year kind yeah, of that's, dragon. Mm. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> And then they, a big part of TSO is they always have this uh, stage in the middle of the crowd that mm-hmm. raises them, they run to, and then it raises <laughs> them up and they play for everybody. This year it was replaced by a pyramid that showed a picture of an eyeball, so it was very Illuminati. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it opened up and shot fire, uh, which was great because the whole show is watching this moth. <laughs> <laughs> And I watched the moth get real close to the fire, see the fire, and just get out of there. Like, oh, no, what has happened? So it was not a great Christmas for the Christmas moth. But the Christmas dragon, amazing. Can't wait to see it next year. I don't think wait. it was a dragon. I think it was a phoenix. And what you saw was the the wait, dragon being th- reborn th- as that flame. I thought you said flame. there wasn't a dragon this year. No, there was. Oh, the dragon there was. was there. Okay. I, we were worried it wasn't going to show up. I was up. worried the oh, Illuminati okay. had killed the Christmas dragon. Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Signs are everywhere. So, Ian, I'll throw it to you. What have you been reading? Um, what have I been reading? Well, the panel I want to do at Katoricon is... Which I may or may not be doing. Which I may or may not be doing is called uh, Everything You Watch is the Same, uh, Ian Rubin's Hilarious Guide to the Hero's Journey. Okay. Uh, and so I've been brushing up on my Joseph Campbell, Monomyth, uh, all mm-hmm. that boring crap you learned uh, junior year of high school. Oh, yeah. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I want to do a talk about it. So I've been reading uh, The Hero with a Thousand... Oh, no spoilers to Western society, please. <laughs> I've been reading uh, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Uh, there's an atonement with the father in there. No, no! Um, and And, uh, but I've been... I've been list. Can I say what I've been listening to? I've been listening yes, this, to something. This is Will's con usually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh huh. I um. We pretend. I listen to words. <laughs> I've been listening to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Ah, let's talk about that. Let's talk for about the rest of the show. Um, I I listened to uh, Blueprints to Armageddon. That's a great one. Which is uh, six three-hour-long episodes all about World War One, mm-hmm. And I love it personally because I didn't know much about World War One going into it. And now and now I feel like an expert because of Dan Yeah, Carlin. because you know more than Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is where everyone else's knowledge stops. Like, but now I know what, like, the Schlieffen plan is. Mm-hmm. And who Ludendorff is, <laughs> and um, I wish I could apply this knowledge I have no, to it's something. Useless. Um, but I love it because you learn that everyone in World War One was improvising. No one had any idea what to do, and so like people like Churchill and Woodrow Wilson and these huge major figures were like ah, and just kind of. Made things up as they went along. That's and why the, they were like, we're, let's have another one. Now I know how to do World Wars. <laughs> exactly. Let's do another one. I figured it out. And what was so interesting about this podcast is that it was making me root for Germany. Yeah. During World War One, The underdog. The underdog. He goes out to point out that they're... Every, like, it's not like World War Two where Germany's almost cartoonishly evil. They're misunderstood. Yeah, well, because like like you were saying, yeah. they it was not as clear cut. Germany was put in a really bad situation, and in order to compensate, they formed a dictatorship. And you're kind of rooting for them the entire time. No, no. <laughs> what do you? Well, what do you know about World War One? Yeah, man. I just know that I'm an American. How <laughs> <laughs> much you for us? Us, U.S. Yeah. Hey. Well, don't you turn on me. <laughs> I'm just playing the game. <laughs> it's a little improv. A little improv. For a- when you play the game of comedy. <laughs> what about you? Well, what have you been reading? Uh, what have I been listening to? Oh, no. I'm also <laughs> cheating. I really yeah. don't <laughs> I started listening to uh, Radio Lab, which is an NPR show. Oh, yeah. Radio mm-hmm, sure. Or a show that they play on NPR has a podcast. And uh, been, I listened to one about ghosts. I just listened to one about the uh, the deep web or the dark web. Oh yeah, it's so in- and they do such a good job of like it's an, it's the Dragon Ball Z Kai of NPR. 
Like they <laughs> they jump cut it to just the interesting points yep. of the of the interview. <laughs> that is super accurate to what Radio Live is. It's so good. I I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, so you learned about how to get into the deep web using well, Tor. What's interesting is that I listened to it. They had a guy on there that invented the dark code website, which is where you'd go to buy software to like spam people or to uh, get credit card information and stuff. And uh, I was like, this is really interesting. I wonder, I wonder how you get into this. So I Googled <laughs> how do I get to the dark web. Uh, the first result was a Reddit page that told me to go home noob. And I was like, yeah, that's good advice. <laughs> Can I tell you something? It's I went on the dark web last week <laughs> for funsies. And so, ju- what hitman did you hire? <laughs> His name is Darkbone Thirty Seven. He's Ooh, right there. He bum, bum. <laughs> that was a gunshot that I did. I um D- dramatic sting. <laughs> it's not a good bum, gunshot. Bum. On Tor's website, they're like, okay, first thing you got to do is duct tape your webcam so no one can look at you. And I'm like, I'm kind of done with the dark web for now. (laughs) I'm not buying scotch tape. (laughs) Scotch tape they see through. Oh, no. Who's that blurry guy? I'm a noob. (laughs) Is that comedian Ian Rubin? (laughs) I'm a huge fan. I'll see him at Katoricon. Gravity Falls a lot. Dash Noah Houlihan. So did you see anything cool or? No. Uh, not really. No. It was. It wasn't. I mean, I went to. I went to like the like the um. It's like a guide. They show you like all the websites you can go to. Yeah. Like right when you get online. And at first, it's like guns. And I'm like, that's not too bad. It's then not really next, hard to get in this country. Right. Though. Then the next one is like human trafficking. Oh, all right. Now like, we're getting interesting. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, not yeah. really interested. Trafficking of all sorts of men. <laughs> it's just an unpleasant word. I'm cheating for my story. Oh, let, I'm I'm so excited. But, but if I don't get this story out, I will explode because <laughs> I am so angry. Uh, I I was on my way to this very podcast, and I realized I was low on gas because hmm. I read my gas gauge. Oh, like, oh, this is pretty low. Is that the connection? So I, I pulled into <laughs> you a heard shell that doo-doo. station. Yeah, and. Uh, I was like, oh, man, this is kind of expensive. Uh, I handed him my credit card, and I said, 20 regular, please. And he was like, all right, 20 regular. Swiped the thing, did the thing, walked away. He gave me $2 worth of gas. <laughs> $2. I read it on the thing. He gave me $2 worth of gas. So I was like, oh, this is bad. A John Adams worth of gas. I, I wave him <laughs> over. I'm like, I hey. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> you only gave me two dollars worth of gas. He goes, "Oh, all right." So I still have to give you. Uh oh. And then turned away, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if he was computing, <laughs> or if he was expecting me to answer that question." <laughs> so he turns away from me. He checks all of his pockets for his phone, <laughs> and then I hear fourteen, fifteen. 15. <laughs> He then proceeds to give me seventeen dollars worth of Oh man. Pretty close though. And I was like, oh what you know, whatever. Whatever I need I need gas, whatever. Right. He he walks away, comes back, and he goes, Alright, that's gonna be seventeen dollars. And I said, No, I paid with a card. And he he leans like into my car and goes, You know what I did? <laughs> I thought you said cash. <laughs> So I'm gonna need seventeen dollars, and I said, "No, you used my card." Yep. He said, "Well, I need seventeen dollars." So I was like, "Well, let me see the receipt. I want to see that my card wasn't charged." He's like, "Well, I can't show you that." <laughs> well, I was like, "Wow." What is that like? Company policy? I'm gonna go talk to the manager. So I go to talk to the manager. This guy comes out, and I'm like, "Hey, are you the manager?" He's like, "No, we don't have a manager." Like, All right. That's Ooh. interesting. Uh, <laughs> This sort guy, of a nihilistic gas station. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this For communist. super messed up. I need my money. Or he keeps saying that he needs money. I'm not giving him money. No. And he comes up to me with a receipt and goes, look. You owe me $17, and it's just a receipt for $17. And I was like, oh, can you show me the receipt for $2 to show that that's all you went through on my card? No. Why not? Well, you could probably, like, contact your bank, and they would show you. And I was like, no, I'm not giving you any money unless you prove to me that you have not charged your card. And he goes, you know what? 
Now I'm going to have to pay for this out of my own pocket. Mm. And I said, you're damn right, you Because <laughs> there's no way. And I and he was like, there's an ATM inside. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not getting a $3 surcharge because you gave me $2 worth of gas. I'm leaving. By the way, 2 plus 17 is 19. Goodbye. <laughs> so what you listen to is this guy's bull. <laughs> yeah, so what I read was a receipt. <laughs> which the the best part about this is the receipts in my pocket. So if this ever were to come up, I'd be like, nah, I bet I got a receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Ian, I'll throw it back to you. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Uh, uh two answers. I got um I got this game on my phone called uh, Shooty Skies. Shooty Skies. Which is by Hipster Whale, the same people who do Crossy Road. Uh, two great names they for two y. great games. They love the letter Y. Um, it's basically um, Space Invaders, um, but it's just on your phone and you, and, you, and you move it around. The more interesting game I've been playing is a game called uh, 60 Seconds. Okay. Which is this great game. Uh, it takes place in the 1950s. Uh, you, you are this father in this nuclear family, and um, a nuclear bomb alarm goes off. Okay. And you have 60 seconds to gather supplies and get in your shelter. Okay. And then it's a survival simulator. Okay. And it's so much fun. Because in the 60 seconds, first of all, like moving around is nearly impossible. <laughs> you're walking into walls and stuff. And you have to choose which family members you're taking yeah. into the shelter. <laughs> Why isn't there room for everyone? There is. You're just a jerk. But you get 60 seconds. So it's either your son or food. Well, food. Right. Yeah. Son can be food. Ooh, <laughs> ah, that's a good point. Yeah. And I've been, I've been playing that a lot. I have, I have yet to survive the nuclear fallout. And, um, that's kind of fun. You know, there's a game called Fallout. Yeah. I, I have not. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you way more than 30 seconds of playtime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 60 seconds. I get bored halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a phone game or? No, it's, it's like, it's like a computer game. It's like five bucks on Steam. All right. Mm. I got five bucks and thirty seconds to blow. Again, <laughs> <won't> play <laughs> It's 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 really funny though. Like they keep making fun of communists. Yeah, they have it coming. Because <laughs> the Russians dropped the bomb. <laughs> you guys really dropped the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Will? Uh we talked about it before, but I got to play a little more of uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, okay. I. I do you not like it? No, I just haven't played it. Oh, uh, it's get ready. Did you play one and two? Yeah. Get ready for disappointment. <laughs> oh no. It Do you like Call of Duty? One no. Worst game yeah. of 2015. And it's not a bad game. It's just basically reskin Call of so Duty. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. The originals were so fun, and they were like, "Well, we want a broader audience, so let's ruin it." Boo. But uh, I I was at a Christmas get together with my family, and I went down in the basement, and my young cousins were all playing it. Okay. And they were like, "Well, you play video games, like play this game." And we'll like they were like, "Oh yeah, I'll be really good at it." I couldn't feel more like an old man just like, "Where is everyone? <laughs> Am I going the right way?" Are they the bad guy? <laughs> yeah. How do I get in the Adat Walker? <laughs> President Adat Walker. Can I just be a wampa? <laughs> it was very crippling to my ego. You used I'm sorry. No, you used good. to be able to play as a Wampa in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Could you? Yeah. There was a mode, I remember. Where, oh, I do remember Where that. you could, where someone, one person was like a rebel, and and the other team was Wampas. Yep. And you just ran at the rebels and tried to kill them. What yeah. a fun game. Unlike this. Unlike, yes, terrible thing. Is it really bad? It's just so Disappointing. Like I said, it's solid gameplay and it looks beautiful, but oh man, I think the like it's the the thing that gets me the most is the Call of Duty like style upgrades. So to get any of the fun stuff you used to just start with before, you yeah. have to be good and kill people. I'm not good. <laughs> yeah, but you but you never had to like. I got a jetpack to start with. Yeah, I don't think I get that now. No. So damn. So yeah, it's just. 
And, you know, like, you finally get your, your TIE fight, and you're like, this is fun, and everyone's so much better, you just, oh... Well, that was fun. <laughs> is it like is it like um, Planet Side where there's like a bunch of people playing at the same time? Oh, there's time? huge games. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like forty on forty. Oh, They're that's pretty massive. Good. Yeah, but yeah. it's just it could have been something cool, and it's just like Call of, and I don't like Call of Duty a yeah. bunch, so it's disappointing the most. Man, that's where my Katoricon money was going. Well, buy Fallout. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, so real quick, uh, someone got my father pie in the face. Ooh, was it for you? Christmas. Oh yeah, no, it was my sister. <laughs> it's Russian roulette with pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I know this game. Basically, in short, you cl- put your face in a thing and click a thing, and if you get hit with pie, you lose, and it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> like a real pie? Yeah. Ooh, where do you, who supplies the pie? Yeah, you ha- it, you supply your own whipped cream. <laughs> so you, you get hit with a pie is the funniest thing ever, and then the second person gets hit with a pie, and it's less funny. And then you're done playing. <laughs> so that's where I've been playing. That's going to do it for what you watch and what you read and what you Boom. play. We end all of our podcasts with a game. It's time for host versus guest versus audience. This week, I brought this really cool Boba Fett Star Wars uh, stocking. Ooh. Merry Christmas. Well. Christmas is over. No, no, no. no I, win it. Mm. Win it first. And what did you bring? Uh, last time when I came on the show, I brought every Yu-Gi-Oh card I could find in my desk drawer. This time, I brought every Magic the Gathering card I could find in my dresser. I don't believe you that that's every Magic. Like, people that don't play Magic have more Magic cards than that just <laughs> yeah. around. I got this from a, a like a starter set. It wasn't the good mm. dresser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we got a Star Wars stocking and a buttload of Magic the Gathering cards. I don't even know if you can still use these in game. I don't say I'm that. I'm sure you can for kindling. They they recycle the cards. Okay, Some that's of them good. Are probably good. So to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to put up a prize for us to win as well. What did you guys bring this week? Ooh. I see the best pay per view matches of two thousand twelve. Good year for wrestling. Good year for wrestling. <laughs> Any other takers? There's magic cards on the table. <laughs> you could you could bet one magic card. We got we got. There could be you, a black lotus in there. Do you have, you have anything you can put up for grabs? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I guess Frank, it's going to be you. Come up here, Frank. By the way, it's Frank. Guys, it's Frank. I would love to have a conversation with you, but you don't have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only guest to ever acknowledge that. It's like, oh, I probably that doesn't mean come over here and grab a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? No, stop having the conversation. <laughs> this is my stand-up show in a nutshell. <laughs> I have a podcast. Half a right, podcast. Turn your mic on. It's on. An hour in, right, I start Frank, talking to the audience. Back up here, you. Uh, so last time Ian was on, we played this game. I thought it'd oh. be fun if we played it again. This is sequel. Reboot or dead? Yes. I will tell you a popular movie franchise. You tell me if they are currently working on a sequel, a reboot, or if it's dead and they're not doing anything new with it. Boom. So everyone will answer every question. Whoever has the highest score at the end will win. We'll start with Frank for the first one. And it's American Pie. Ooh. Dead. Oh, is dead. Gutsy call. What do you think, Ian? I'm gonna. I'm also gonna say dead. I'm say dead. Mm, I, American Pie is like a Hydra. You can't kill it. <laughs> it just grows more. I'm gonna say sequel. I swear, if you come at me with like one of those American Pie colon subtitles, oh, that's what that's, I'm betting's coming out. That that's what it's gonna count. be. No, I'm not coming at you with that. They are making American Pie Five. With the original oh, cast man. of American Pie. American Divorce, maybe? I have no idea. <laughs> American Custard? Ooh, I, no, they, I bet they have a kid. That's what it's be. They already had two kids. So it'd be American Tart. Oh. Tart, yeah. You know, like they had pie. kids. Did they have kids? Yeah. Frank, you know too much about oh, American man, I love Pie. I American Pie series. In it's that a, you've named a fact. an American treasure. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the American Pie lore. <laughs> the American yeah. Pie-averse? <laughs> Is that American Pie canon? Are yeah, are the are the TV made for TV movies canon in the universe? <laughs> I would say no. Or only just, theatrical releases. Just like anything that says National Lampoons and then has not literally Chevy Chase yeah, that's exactly. not the that Chevy Chase verse. 
<laughs> what about the prequel novels? Are they <laughs> part of the canon? I have like 11 more questions. All right, all right. Here we go. Let's do it. Uh, so, Ian, Bad Boys. Bad Ooh. Boys. What you gonna do? I'm going with sequel. Sequel. Mm. Well, I'm gonna say reboot. Reboot. Yeah. Reboot. Currently in production, Bad Boys Three. Boom. And uh. Four. What? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing this back to back, back to the future style. Exactly. I thought Will Smith would have thought too good for Independence Day too. No, no, let's do Bad Boys. <laughs> Not 3 too good for Bad and Boys. Oh. End with to be concluded. <laughs> <laughs> and then a and then a trailer of them in cowboy garb, yes. <laughs> running around. <laughs> oh, I hope they From time travel. a giant travels. mechanical spider. <laughs> They're throwing horses at us. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Little Shop of Horrors. Mm. Uh, I, w- I don't want to say it's dead. It's still alive in the hearts and souls of American theater. <laughs> but, but as a movie franchise, dead. I'm not sure about it, but I, I hope. I will go with Reboot. Yeah. Reboot. As much as I would love a reboot to Little Shop of Horrors, I think I'm pretty sure it's dead. Oh, uh, Ian, you're getting your wish. They're rebooting. <laughs> no yes! way! No way! I couldn't find information if it was a musical or not. Oh, it better be a musical. Oh, I hope it's a horror movie. Yeah, it could just be a straight <laughs> horror movie. I was in Little Shop of Horrors, the the play. Ooh, who uh, did you play? <laughs> not the film. <laughs> I was Mr. Mushnick. He gets a song in the stage version. Yeah, he said play, not musical, though, so it was just straight up yeah, just theatrical performance. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I was in the drama, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> hey, Frank, The Birds. Ooh. Reboot. Rebooting The Birds. What do you think, Ian? Uh, I'll, I'm going to stick with Dead. Dead. Oh, man, it's so tough. Reboot. They're going to reboot yes. the class. Uh, no, wait, no. The classic <laughs> Hitchcock. I'm hoping it has ostriches. That's the only way you can make that film. I hope that. they hand draw the birds again. Yes. <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> Ian, we're going to start with you on this one. All right. The Godfather. Ooh. The Godfather. Jesus. Who would, Godfather. Be, who would be dumb enough to do a reboot or a sequel to The Godfather? Ooh, Godfather 4. Godfather. Godfather, uh, dead. You guys love three so much, I said, why not? (laughs) Dead? Dead. All right, well. Dead. Dead? Hopefully dead, yeah. Please. News leaked out. No. 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 Stop right (laughs) there. Johnny Depp will be starring in the reboot of The Godfather, but it turned out to be false. It is not. Oh, thank Christ. Christ. But I was real upset reading it before I found out it wasn't true. Oh, man. William, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <sighs> I I would love to say dead. I have a, I feel like I read some bad news about a reboot, though. So I'm going to say reboot. Reboot. I'm agreeing there with the reboot. Reboot? I would love a Ferris... Oh, a sequel would be so good. Yeah, you going to say... Where he just uh, leaves work like, early. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. He's 50 years old. I'm retiring 15 uh, years old. He dances in the, in the streets man. of Chicago. Sometimes you just got to rest in bed. Mm, bom, bom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll stick with the crowd. I'll go reboot. No, it's dead. They're not doing anything. Thankfully. Uh, I'm sorry to just... See, he just does the same stuff in the first movie, and it's not exciting because he's an adult and he's allowed to do that stuff. Yeah. Or it's sad. I'm not going he does all this stuff, and everyone let's let's relive the best day of my life. This is just Ferris. a baseball game that I paid for. <laughs> Ferris, come home. You've been gone for three days. <laughs> all right, so we start with Frank on this one, and it's Highlander. The Highlander. Highlander, yes. Well, they said there can only be one, so... That, um, what do you think, Frank? Uh, let's go sequel. Go sequel. crazy here. <laughs> There's enough of those. <laughs> um, Highlander. I have no idea. I'll go sequel. Sequel? Uh, I think they'd have to redo the highlander averse if they're going <laughs> to do this franchise again. I say reboot. They're rebooting. Uh, All right. It is I'll happening. take it. It makes me feel a little better. I don't know if... I, don't like that unless Christopher Lambert and Clancy Brown are in it. Yeah, I hear you. 
Those are the guys from Highlander. Right? Yeah, I, I, I know, know you don't know who that is. I know, is. I know. <laughs> I'm in the know. I know things. Never seen Let's it. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about Highlander? Mortal Kombat. Ooh, speaking of Christopher Lambert. What <laughs> <laughs> I did there? Yeah, he, all planned. he played Raiden. Uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they did the web series. And the show on TNT. And, yeah, that's right. Was that, they did a cartoon, too. And the cartoon. And a video game. Oh, yeah, guys. <laughs> Seriously, they fought uh, DC people. Dead. Say dead. Ooh, I want a reboot. Frank, I'm gonna say they had they had two series of Legacy. I say they'll go three. So that would be sequel. Ooh. Different answers. Ooh. Oh, they're all different answers, and only Will is happy. Yes, with the reboot of Mortal Kombat. It's another one. You can't make it worse. Yeah, it's true. Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe. See, I'd watch be- that movie. <laughs> so, William, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. Uh, dead. I hope. Dead? Dead. Dead. And what was that from Frank? I don't know. Am, am I behind? Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. the score? I might have to purposely not go with the flow here. Just Ian to... with two, Frank with three, Will with five. Oh, oh crap. I'm going to say reboot. Nah, it's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Tim Burton actually stopped Disney from making another one. Oh, wow. No, no, don't, Good don't for him. <laughs> We're going to do a live-action one. It's going to be awful. Ugh. All right, final round. Here we go. Crank. <laughs> what do you think, Frank? Crank. Sequel without Statham. No. They can't. I've never I've never seen the movies, but I hear they're wonderful, all of them. They so, sequel. I want a sequel, too. Oh, there will be a sequel oh, with yeah. Jason Statham. Uh, <laughs> Surprise, he said yes. <laughs> what has he said no to? I just, <laughs> I just thought it would be like, nah, it's going to be super low budget. We can't, we can't afford. Well, it after my role in the Expendables, I really want to class it up. <laughs> I hear he's going to be in the Little Shop of Horrors drama. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a dentist. Ian, I am legend. Yeah. What? I am legend. Sequel. Sequel to I am legend. <laughs> I am legend too. Still the legend. Yeah. Mm. The legend returns. <laughs> Legendary. Let's go crazy. Let's say they reboot it. They reboot it. What do you think? Reboot Frank? in less than a decade. I will go dead in the water. Oh no! They screwed up the first one, so they got to reboot it. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're rebooting. What? I am legend. <laughs> hey, just don't worry about a thing. Every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah, that's from the movie. Which movie? I Am Legend, right? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> was, that when he shoot, was that when he shoots the dog? Yeah, that's when he shoots uh, okay. the dog. Spoilers. Eh, it's not a spoiler. <laughs> that, that's not, well, can- now that's not canon No, now anymore, it is a spoiler so because the new one's coming <laughs> that's out. That's right. <laughs> and finally, Will, Mary Poppins. <laughs> I want a sequel. <laughs> sequel to Mary Poppins. <laughs> Kids are all six. With now. Jason Statham as Bert. <laughs> Jim Chimney. <laughs> uh, Mary Poppins. Yes. Dead. Dead. <laughs> Reboot. Rebooting Mary Poppins. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it. Mary Poppins too. Uh, what? <laughs> the poppinning? Guys, <laughs> guys, I've been trying to throw these answers. <laughs> But see, that's the perfect thing to do. Hollywood is... Uh, they're crazy. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing anymore. Did God... <laughs> backwards. Did drunk guys fire cannons at Burton that movie? Probably. Did that happen? When he stands with the penguins. How many people died? <laughs> Just the two. Yes, you're right. There was the people on the... Yeah, the they're boat. on the roof. The and, boat on top of a and house. And there's these drunk English people like, Oh, it's far as some cannons, eh? That means our winner is Will. <laughs> yeah. All right, Will. Congrats. Uh, Frankie, thank you so much no. for coming up. Thanks, here, man. No problem. Enjoy those magic cards there, Will. I don't want them. <laughs> so, Ian, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? Hey, if you're going to be at Katoricon, come see my stand-up shows. My Friday night show and my Saturday show are going to be totally different. So, come and see them. And you can find me at uh, Uprov all over the internet. U-P-R-O-V. 
Will, anything to add? I uh, come see our shows at KatoriCon. I don't know when they are. Yes, but they are happening there. If they're the same time as Ian, just every five minutes, always. run back and forth. <laughs> yes. We're always against each other. Mm-hmm. High five the people that are all Yeah, yeah, switch. That. Half the audience will switch off. It'll be a good time. And we're like, we have completely different interests. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come invade yours. That's what we'll do. Uh, so... Upcoming shows include, uh, on the 4th of January, we are going to have Neil Wood on the show. Comedian Neil Wood, he's a very funny guy. Then on the 11th, we're going to have Mark, I lost his last name, but he's a comic book artist and he's awesome. He's going to be on the show. And then on the 18th, we're going to have comedian Matt Pass on the show. It's going to be fantastic. Woo-hoo! Please be sure to give us five stars on iTunes. Five stars on Stitcher. Vote for us on PodcastLand.com. Make us the podcast of the month. And you can also listen to us on uh, Wildfire Radio. I forgot what it was called. Every Friday. And we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible. And keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. You'll always be Daredevil to me. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Woo! Woo!